I've been watching a lot of Jim Brewer videos and he has just old school stuff. Well, like it just kind of varies what's out there. Right. But like every time he slips into Joe Pesci, it's just so funny. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> he was on like a morning show and uh, they're like, oh, can you slip into Joe Pesci? And he's like, you know what? I would pay Joe Pesci 20 bucks a month to be the voice of my GPS. And I'm like, hey, where are you going? Hey, hey, in about 300 yards, we're going to turn right. We missed the turn. <laughs> it's just so funny. The ultimate Joe Pesci role for me was Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah. And are you familiar with that one? I'm not sure I've seen them all. It's just, like, it's you just... know, it's him and Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Yeah. And he's just the third party. I, I'm i forgetting the name of his character in it. But it's like the the ultimate slash most annoying version of Joe Pesci. <laughs> and he, said, he says, okay, probably a hundred times. Yeah. And, okay, okay, okay. Okay. That's what he said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh. Um, yes. Are we, are you ready? Let's do Re- this. Ready to crack? Yeah. Showtime, baby. Oh! I'm going to mix some of my stuff. So there's that. Who's sponsoring the episode? No one. Nobody? Uh, let's let's see it. What is it? Yeah, not not actually a sponsor. McLove Ultra. Because we're not a big enough deal yet. Yeah. But for the low, low cost of one dollar per episode, we could be a big deal, ladies That's and right. gentlemen. I'm a <laughs> tenionaire. We uh, <laughs> ten, that's asking a lot. I'm a tenionaire. Single air? Single air. Uh, well, a millionaire. So a millionaire. You could be. You could be a thousandaire. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's a big gap between that and a millionaire. And yet that is the next thing. I'm yeah, I'm you know, I'm a ten thousandaire. I guess. Is that how that I guess. I don't know. Do you gotta keep it or is it more consistent? Dude, I don't have any money. Like are you a millionaire because you made do you it's, have a million? It's once you, you made I think it's once you pass that threshold. Oh, I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, hey. welcome to the opposite of important. <laughs> I am your host, Lance. Over here we have Joe. There he is. That's a deep, cold open we have. Yeah. Let's discuss what makes a millionaire. Is Let's it just, do that. Is it passing the threshold of having that much in your savings and liquidation? One would think that it would need to be sustainable. Or is it more like every two weeks you get your paycheck for a million. I feel like because that's how it works. They wait for paychecks every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I but I feel like you would need to be not only pass the million dollar mark. I I assume it's got to be in your bank account. Like it can't be, you know, it can't be assets, right? Can it be assets? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. We are, haven't defined are, what a millionaire is. Here's the thing: we should find out because it happened to us. Right, working on it. Right, I know. <laughs> it's through radio. I'm working on the. Uh, I'm working on our our million dollar plan. Well, two million dollar plan because fifty fifty. See, yeah, or five hundred thousand dollar. I don't know, um, dude. If I farmers could, could technically if be, I if know. I could get let let's say, all right. If I could get fifty thousand dollars in my bank account, good. Like like I I'll I'll feel I'll feel good. Feel like I made like like I'm not set. I'm not yeah. gonna stop working. But if I could just have fifty grand sitting there, 
waiting for me, just watching me. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up? Hey, you want to come? You want to come spend something? Don't burn me, bro. They're <laughs> just sitting there. Exactly. <laughs> that would be. I've always that would be great. So just so yeah. people know, I don't have that much in my bank account <laughs> because of America Thanks, currently. America. However, holding out for that next stimulus. I don't know about you. Gotta wait. Here's the thing. Trump's not going to do shit. Nah. He, like, if he, especially if he knows that he's going to be out, he ain't going to do shit. Pelosi's my only hope for that stimulus. Ooh. Go for Pelosi. And and what's his face? Uh, Who who, uh, is always there with Pelosi? What's his name? Um, He's not computing. Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer. Yeah. There he is. New York. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's the one that's always... Kind of her bodyguard. Yeah, pretty much. So to speak. Like, oh, um, can I introduce you to somebody? Let's do this. All right. Um, Alexa, say hi to Joe. Hi there. Whoa, okay. All right. What do you think about that? That's pretty cool. Ooh, you want to hear something fun? Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> play the podcast Opposite of Important. Here's Opposite of Important from Spotify. Resuming 61. Scratch me. Smell me. <laughs> Shoot me. Alexa, stop. Does Alexa have a middle name or last name? Why don't we just call I her? I think that you can, I think you can call Alexa anything, right? Alexa, what can I call you? I'm Alexa. I share this name with lots of amazing people. That's that's great. Let me guess. Is their name Alexa? (laughs) 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 I'm gonna. uh, You tell me a story. I'm gonna make my drink. Um, man, we lost a damn good actor. Oh man, uh, I forgot about that on Halloween. it's weird. That's lame. Sean Connery. I'm gonna take this off. All right. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, we're arriving on another paywall. There we go. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um. Yeah, that was uh, bizarro, but it was also didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really feel anything from it. I mean, it was a bummer, but it wasn't like... I it, uh, I think it's a bigger bummer for me. Um, I really like Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. But for me, it was, one, he was 90. Two... He, he, had, a, he had a long life. He hadn't worked for like 10 years, so it's not like yeah. Carrie Fisher. And movies. His where... last movie was uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Which I watched with my family yeah, within the last that. year. I remember that. But and that was two thousand three. Yeah, that was the last movie he did. But uh, cool dude, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I loved so many movies that he did. Um, I'll, I'll continue in a second. But you were saying Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I didn't get the um, feelings I did with like Carrie Fisher, where right, she's still working and. Uh, her death affected the next Star Wars installment because I wonder where they would have taken it if she was still alive or what, you know. So I didn't get that thing uh, of like, oh, it, man, it would have been great. He was working on something and then they couldn't fix and finish it. And she said, no, I just got this like, oh, he's he's dead. OK, that was a fun time watching Bond. And you know what? You know, it's kind of how I finding Forrester. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of how I felt when we lost Gene Wilder. Sure. And, uh, you know, obviously just a big fan of the movies. And Gene Wilder maybe hit a little bit harder for me because I really loved his style as a as an actor. Like, like, you know, his his straight comedic acting. And 
his book, I believe it's called Kiss Me Like a Stranger, is fantastic. Really? It's it's a wonderful book. And he and I I I only did the the audiobook, but it's him reading it. And I'm not sure at what age he read it, but he he sounds exactly the same. Like he he didn't sound any older in it, but he was telling stories about well, I mean everything, uh, down to his relationship with Gilda. Hmm. And it was just such a good I, I want to say read, but it was a listen for me. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it was really cool. Need it. I have it if you want to listen to it be because cool. it's very good. Huh? Yeah. Nice. And but but similarly to Sean Connery, I hadn't heard anything about him or seen him or anything except for like once in the last ten years where there was a picture of him out and about, and he just looked so. Old, yeah, he and like, frail. like, he, like he did, he did, he really did look frail and not like the same person, yeah, at all. And uh, it was, it's just crazy, you know. But it's, I would like to think that they both enjoyed their their time before the end. I think Becky read an article about Sean Connery. I didn't see this in the one that I read. But apparently he had been in the Bahamas for yeah. for a while. He yeah. was he was living down there, mm-hmm. and why not? We well, and like, we but we were discussing. It was like, yeah, it's got to be a better option than Scotland. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> all right, you're there, buddy. With, with their winters and all that. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So that that is a bummer. But I am excited to go back and watch some of the James Bond. Yeah, again. I'm like, well, here we go, Hollywood. Yep. And then I thought of that weird, like, uh, it's one thing if it's a, a if it's a, a channel where there's nothing that's edited and they just put, you know, like a stars or something like that. They just mm-hmm. throw it up there. But we were watching uh, like Scream on your new TV for yeah. like a little bit. You know, we weren't actively watching it. We we're flipping through channels, and uh, it's just kind of funny to me that like, how would you like to be that person to figure out? what to cut for because two hours is really 145 right or one something with commercials they got to pepper in you know whose job is it to cut out this little part that little part that little part it's like excellent question uh, and then it part of me is like i don't want to watch regular tv anymore like you know because they cut out like because what you said you're like oh they didn't show his guts Hmm. Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> they did they the, uh the scene at the beginning of the movie drew up well i guess let's wrap this up sean connery rest yeah, in we're kinda, yeah. <laughs> we uh we will s- s- lock that one up <laughs> we're, we're done with that conversation but uh yes they um the scene at the beginning of the movie with uh drew barrymore and uh ghostface calling her and then she's check your boyfriend out on the porch or I, I, I forget what he says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we sound exactly like Ghostface. What? Uh, I don't even know who did that voice. <laughs> I don't know. He should do cameo. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just the voice. That'd be, hey. it, it could be literally anybody yeah. doing the voice. Uh, but, you can also book me for the ring. <laughs> so, so 125 bucks. For your and I call you and say, seven days. 
<laughs> Boop, 125 bucks, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, yeah, but it shows him out on the patio. She turns on the light, and he's there. She says, turn off the light, and then it cuts back to him later, and his guts, like, it slashed through his stomach, so his intestines and guts are spilling out. And our intestines, guts, is that all the same stuff? I would say so. I don't know. I'm it's, professional. It, it's all relative. Yeah, I ran the numbers. But it, it shows that in the actual movie. So when it was on, it must have been on like Fox or something like that. Yeah. And they just, like it's a hard crop on the upper half of So you kind of get him. just like here. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, and it's, no. so you just see the head go. Mm-hmm. Boop. And that was it. Sad. I need my guts. Yeah. And guts Scream are- isn't a very... It's not a very uh, gruesome movie. No, like I think that's it's more the, suspenseful. That's, and yeah, there's there's the part spoilers, I suppose, with Drew Barrymore, you know, getting stabbed while she's running, and there's a lot of chasing, and there's the garage door scene. But mm-hmm. uh, overall, it's a pretty not gory movie for a Wes Craven. Yeah, you know, coming off of Freddy and anything else that he did it's a little more suspenseful a little more yeah. like detectives going around like oh we got clues who did this and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, blah. And yep it's like oh man pretty crazy yeah yeah <clears throat> i am wondering how often do you have dreams joe um you know i could have them but it's remembering them that's the thing yeah um i i don't know i don't I should maybe write it down if I mm-hmm. think of it. Um, Keep a journal by your bed. Yeah, or just like, you know, tonight I had a dream. Just, I don't know. What's the last dream you remember having? Uh, I think it was boring. I think I had one not too long ago, but it was just, I don't even know it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but one was like uh, maybe a few months ago that was really prominent was I was in... Uh, some sort of professional medical setting because of cancer mm-hmm. and then had a doctor tell me like, Oh, we found a cure for your cancer. And then it's like, I woke up after it's that's a heavy one. But yeah. That's one I remember. Or I was just like, huh. I, I don't know. It was maybe something in my head. That's like, you'll be fine. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Dream sequences. Like you can look into it, you know, but yeah, I very much do not remember my dreams typically mm-hmm. like at all. But I had one, I can't remember if it wasn't last night. It was the it was the night before last night. And a lot of times you have dreams where they don't get to play out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something's happening and then you wake up, whatever. And and again, much like you, I very rarely remember my dreams. I can remember over my lifetime, I can't I, I bet that there's maybe five dreams total that I could recall. And a lot of them happened high school or earlier. And for some reason they, they just stuck with me. Weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, like just crazy shit happening in dreams. But I had one that happened two nights ago and the whole thing played out and it's kind of a bummer what the dream was for me, because if I'm going to remember something, I want it to be something good. Yeah. Some juicy. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this dream, there was a guy that I that I know in real life that I haven't known in a long time. And he was a friend of mine for a bit in high school. 
until he decided to get a little frisky with my girlfriend that I had at the time in high school. And in this dream, all of that still existed, but it was like he somehow got a hold of me and wanted to rekindle a friendship. About a year ago, I got a Facebook invitation from or a Facebook friend request, I guess you should say, uh, from him. But I straight up ignored it. I, I, I know that I clicked it to see like his picture because I wanted to see like, if I was this? if I was doing better than him. Like, yes. <laughs> and, and so I, I clicked it out of curiosity and then, uh, you know, I hit ignore. But that was like a year ago. And for some reason, this just popped up in my head. But it was a long, like played out whole scene in this dream of, you know, me saying, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Oh, my God. But it, but it was like it felt like an entire conversation was going on and then like we would relocate to a different area and then the conversation continued and i'm like this isn't happening i don't want to be your friend no stop it (laughs) and then it brought up all of the feelings that i had when he did what he did yeah and i will tell you that story now (laughs) (laughs) did i ever tell you about this uh you may have told me some details off of the off of the microphones So I was dating this girl named Carly. Carly. From she that's how she pronounced her name. Carly. Carly. <laughs> and she went to Ames High. I was going to Nevada High. Oops. Let's call it High. Yeah. Uh NHS. Good old Nevada Cubs. And we had been dating for some time. I was uh, starting to be better friends with this guy. We'll call him Dustin cuz that's his name. And right. <laughs> just keep it to, in. you know, protect the innocent. <laughs> to protect, yeah, because he's not innocent yeah, at right, all. And it, in hindsight, we were not good friends. I thought that this friendship could have gone somewhere, but in hindsight, I'm looking back and I'm, I'm realizing how much effort that I was putting into it versus what I was seeing, right? And the way that I was being treated. And then also subsequently what was about to happen. And that is this. He started taking classes over at Ames High. And then and I and I knew about this. Everything was on the up and up and and they knew each other. They had met. And then one day I went to pick her up after school because that was the plan. And I I had to take her to an appointment, a, a therapy appointment which that's a whole other story about all that but I was t- I was going to be taking her to that I was waiting in this weird line that's probably for parents I <laughs> assume okay. but, but I had I had left school early uh from Nevada because I didn't care about it to go and pick her up and uh and then I see Dustin's truck there and he he had extremely tinted windows on this black truck and most likely illegal at the time, I would imagine. Yeah. And he saw, he must have seen me, but I didn't see him see me because of the windows. But once I was there and I saw Carly come out and she saw the truck and then I saw the truck and I saw her by the truck and he sped off. And not even in a nonchalant way. He, like, <laughs> he was getting the fuck out of there. 
And so I picked up Carly and I said, uh, what was that? And something unfolded on in between the high school and her house that was maybe, I don't know, like 12 blocks in Ames. So it takes a little bit, but not, not bad. Sure. And then she tells me that like maybe a week ago or something like that, that he had brought her home after his class was done and her class was done. And then he tried to make a move on her in the car. And she said, uh, but nothing happened. And I said, whoa, whoa, (laughs) let's back this up. Something definitely happened. Because he's picking you up. Ex- well, like what the fuck? Not only picking up, but making the move in the first place. That's a big something happening. Am yep. I right? Yep. And then the the story keeps unfolding, and she said, "Yeah." And then I guess he did come into my house, and then he tried making a move again. And he's well aware that <laughs> we are a couple and have been a couple for some time. Right. So I'm just trying to wrap my fucking head around this. The fact that she didn't tell me about this when it happened. And the fact that I think it must have been like a day or two earlier. I was hanging out with him and he's pretending like we're friends. Right. Oh, nothing's happening. Fuck you. Uh And here's the worst part. Okay. I must have been so fucking desperate for friendship that I actually hung out with him a little bit more. I was an idiot. Right. I was a fucking idiot. And I was like, there's, well, there's still something there, right? Like we can still be friends and we can work through this. And then I remember there was one time at his house in his basement, which is where his room was. And he, uh, something had happened where I needed to call Carly and then he had some sort of question for her and it created this weird moment where I told her, it, I, it was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's putting me in a weird headspace, just bringing this up again sure. because he wanted to ask her a question and, and, and so I'm trying to be like a mediator here because I don't want him to fucking talk to her directly because it's weird. And I'm almost kind of in denial about everything that happened because I had never had that happen to me mm-hmm. before. And I liked her so much and I still wanted to be his friend. And yeah, she didn't really do anything, but I didn't feel comfortable with me just like handing the phone over because all of this had just happened literally a week earlier. A fresh. Yeah. And and I remember saying to her on the phone, I, I said something like, do you not remember the conversation? Like and, and Dustin's still in the room and I get kind of quiet in the corner and she's like, well, just put him on the phone. And I'm like, do you not understand the situation right now? <laughs> like, I don't uh, want you to talk to him because yeah. it's fucking weird. And um, I don't know. We're all great friends today. So. Oh, man. No, we're not. Let's call her up. <laughs> well, who, they do that shit on like Star One two point five around here. I've heard some of that, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, "Why, why, why are you not returning their phone call?" 
She's like, because he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. It's yeah. So but the, well, like what they do is like they'll have, uh, I don't know how they set it up. Maybe they set it up. I don't, I'm not sure. But uh, they basically find a couple that went on a date and then they have someone call in and uh, either the guy or the girl and explain the date. Where'd you go? Do you feel like it went well? Good. Great. Yeah. Most of the time it doesn't. And that's what gets the ratings, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that gets kind of fun because they explain it. And it's like, oh, hold on. We have so and so on the line. How about you tell your side of the story? Well, here's the deal. We went, you know, like the girl, uh, this one was good where the girl was there. Oh, I know what it was. The guy was like, well, I don't know. We went to the local mm-hmm. movie theater and we watched a movie and, you know, everything. I thought it went well. And then she just never called me back. I, I don't know. I just, just don't know. So weird. And then it goes to the girl and <laughs> turns the tables. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I had to like pay for his popcorn and then, uh, <laughs> Or whatever, it just all unfolds mm-hmm. and goes awry, and then he had to talk through every single scene. And this, wow, <laughs> just like, oh, okay, okay, deal breaker. It was just so funny the contrast to that. Uh, <laughs> I I just remembered another little bit of information yeah. to wrap this story up Here in a go. nice bow. The last time that I hung out with him, he was interested in some other girl that lived out in the country. Uh, some somewhere out, outside of one of the small towns that Nevada was around. And I was in his car and I remember feeling like this friendship was pretty much done, but he had asked me to come with him somewhere or whatever. So I did. And he was telling me about this girl. And at the time I was just like, great, be into somebody else because... <laughs> Because this whole uh, thing is fucking weird. God. <laughs> oh, it's a soap it's, opera right I, there. I don't, like, I enjoy kind of retelling the stories, but when it puts me in that headspace of how I was feeling, at the, and it's so weird because it was so long ago. You know what I mean? Still doesn't mean, but you But know. then you, it takes you back there, yeah. and it's fucked. Not fun. I <laughs> no, know. it's not. I know. But anyway, the best part of the story is this, is that he was telling me that, he was really interested in this girl and he was trying to like he had seen her somewhere and they knew each other, but they didn't know each other. Well, that's important to this part of the story. And he didn't know the best way to tell her that he liked her. And so he pitched an idea to me that <laughs> this is going to be a million dollar idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel this pitch. That this is 100 percent factual. <laughs> we're in we're in his truck. And he said, so here's what I was thinking about doing. I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to get I'm going to get a picture of me printed and maybe like a five by seven or something like that, maybe even an eight by ten. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to rip it up and I'm going to send it to her in different envelopes that sounds in, like in pieces. <laughs> fucking serial killer. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a great idea. Do it. <laughs> you <should definitely laughs> do that. <laughs> that was the moment that I realized how much smarter I was. Like, go for it, buddy. <laughs> oh that's, my that god. Was a, that's a true story <sighs> that happened to me. And I think that that was the last time I ever talked to him. But like <laughs> I, I don't know how much that would be planned out. It's separate envelopes. Is he smart enough to like put it together and then piece it, or is it just going to be all no, sporadic? No, he, he wanted he he was explaining it that it was going to be like days in a row that it would be another piece of the picture, one piece, and that eventually. 
he it, it would reveal that it's him that's in love with her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how do you even start that? You got a corner yeah. piece and like good God. the moral of the story is that I was far too desperate for friends. <laughs> My God. For I, you could write that shit down real. in some sort of I don't know. That feels like that piece of the mailing in seems like something that'd be on Netflix or something like that. Like, I just I remember <laughs> I remember hearing that part of it. And something clicked in my head. I'm like, this motherfucker is crazy. Nope. I have to get out of this truck immediately. Yeah. He's paying more in postage than he is for the enlargement. (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm not even sure he was going to pay for postage. I think he was going to go and drop it off. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) This is great. This You can't write that shit. It'd be real puzzle pieces if you wrote it. I just I I don't know why I why did I continue to hang out with this per- after everything that happened and really emotionally I should have checked out of the relationship with Carly because she didn't tell me anything. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty and you'll beat yourself up for it, but <sighs> you know it, it is what it is. I mean I've made dumb decisions before. I mean I had a you know my first girlfriend was when I was fifteen. I think I was just, I was way codependent and like like i i just felt more comfortable in a relationship yeah and and so i when me and the first girlfriend were done then i just went straight on to the next one makes sense and they were very similar except for like their religious beliefs were way different because i really wanted to get away from the other one (laughs) and what what that was all about and but other than that uh looks wise very similar and i and that's not a great basis for um a long lasting relationship right so when you like hey you remind me of my ex yeah well i don't think i said that (laughs) but and and i don't know it's up in the noggin yeah don't gotta say it so anyway i hope you enjoyed that story oh god (laughs) Mailing pieces of a fuck God, you get- <laughs> it was the greatest thing I had ever heard. <laughs> Just like the ab- uh, the absolute greatest thing I've ever heard. I wish that you would have like came up with even worse ideas to like feed into it. Like, I hope he did it, uh, and I hope she's his wife. Yeah, because <laughs> they would have that weird story. <laughs> he just kept mailing me pieces. Of so then his kids are it. like, "Dad, you are fucking crazy." Right? You know, uh, in the closet somewhere, it's all taped together. You know, somewhere like this is what your dad mailed me. It's mm-hmm. all look, it looks like a jigsaw puzzle. Is it weird hearing stories about how people that you knew it, like independently back in the day about how they got together and ended up being a couple, you know, this person from high school and this person from high school or whatever? Uh-huh. It, I, I don't know. Curiosity. I, you know? I know a few that, yeah, were definitely. Uh, high school sweethearts and they're Mm -hmm. still married today and have kids, which is like, that's amazing at such a young age. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's fun to look at them and be like, man, like middle school, like you just have like these memories and it's just Mm kind of like, most of the time it's someone went off to college and you meet in college or whatever the case is. But yeah, we had a couple of those. I can't really name them, I guess, but I know Mm -hmm. they're out there like, oh yeah, uh, my own, yeah, duh. My own uh, friends and my own uh, uh, grade uh wound up getting married 
Yeah. Oh. So all of us, yeah. So they were both 07 like I was, and mm-hmm. now they have two kids. So it's just kind of like, ah, all right. you know. But it didn't happen until like <clears throat> after high school that we're like, oh, those two. Yeah. Okay. You know, And then now they have kids, and it's just kind of a bizarro, like, all right. Yeah. It seems to work, you know? But yeah. That's funny. What was your longest high school relationship? I was only in... I was only in one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was with our friend. Oh yeah. That we all know. And how long how long was that? Ah, I want to say November to like March. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, you were busy. I was dumb. You had I, such a dumbass. <laughs> we were all I know. based on that story yeah, that I just told you. I I was probably equally as dumb. Right. You don't know what you're doing. You're just like, girls, pretty. (laughs) 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 It's just like. And your fucking hormones and emotions are just crazy. Just vacuum tubes up there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just firing up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was like, that's probably the best year of my life as far as high school life was. Yeah junior year mm-hmm. you know i was on the honor roll i had you what know what happened i my grades turned around <laughs> like i did something that i'm like how do i have a girlfriend and my grades are good i'm like this isn't me <laughs> like this or i figured out how to cheat or i don't know and then you were like well time to wrap this up yeah and then uh i, th- I don't know like junior i don't know about you but like junior year was like the sweet spot because yeah. you were upperclassmen you knew the most people you had the most friends you know and in, in theory of just knowing people yeah and then it just kind of sucks a little bit like senior year was okay it wasn't nearly as fun as junior year mm-hmm. i think that was kind of the last year where i just didn't have to worry about like oh man what college am i gonna go to and um you know like it's just it was fun it was a fun year mm-hmm. and then uh yeah uh uh it was a tough year too because you know by prom my uh grandma passed away in a car accident uh, you know yeah. so it was like Ugh. and then senior year you know all your upperclassmen friends are gone you know mm-hmm. and so i'm like you know what i'm I'm going to take freshman classes. I never took intro to art. So I'm going to take intro to art mm. all freshmen. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's do this. You know, like I started taking ag classes. Mm. It's like, all right, let's learn about farming. Who cares? <laughs> I didn't. Well, I guess there was a few required ag classes if I, if I'm remembering right. But then also I joined FFA yeah. just because I was in one of those ag classes. And I forget what the, I forget what the name of it was, but I found out that there was a radio broadcasting thing in FFA competition. So ah, I did that. Not just speech, really. Yeah, it was. That's bizarre. Well, I mean, there was speech. Speech was a whole separate thing. But then FFA had their own thing. And Mr. Cooper, who was a, the teacher, I think he might even still be there. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But because old. <laughs> I'm very old. And uh, yeah, I I did it. I remember <laughs> I remember being in the in the in the bleachers of whatever school that we were visiting and I was waiting for everything to kick off and everybody was fucking just hanging hanging out waiting for the the big speech to start or whatever and I was cranking up this this would have been at the time of my life where I was listening to nothing but 80s music and I was singing the song um 8675309 Jenny yep and Tommy <laughs> Tutone I believe <laughs> and I was I had an old habit of having my headphones on and just singing at a normal volume and and I was doing that and going through a bag and whatever and then before I knew it 
everybody was looking at me like, hey. because they had told everybody to be quiet and <laughs> I was still singing Uh-oh. and I, nobody told me. <laughs> so I took them off and I said, uh, please continue. <laughs> and then it started. And I did, I did well at whatever preliminary thing it was. You, you would get tossed into, you get tossed into a room with all these other people and uh, obviously the people that are uh, competing with you for the same thing. And they give you a bunch of newspapers and X amount of time. And you need to come up with a news broadcast Mm -hmm. that is a certain amount of time. And you have to have ads in there that are a certain amount of time. Yep. And that was that. And you had so much time to put it together. Once you had it done, once that time was finished, then they take it away from you. And then they give it to you again when you go in and read. Okay. And I remember feeling very good about it. But what I used to do, and maybe I still do it, I don't know. When I get nervous, I would speed up. Yeah. And so I came in like five seconds or so under Mm -hmm. the time. And so they said that they couldn't they couldn't give me the the prize that I or the they couldn't give me the award or whatever that I that I would have earned. And they said they they told uh, somehow I ended up finding out that I would have placed or I would have gone on to Allstate or whatever the fuck they called it. Right. But because I was under, they couldn't do it. And they couldn't make any exceptions. Really? But it, it was it was I'm telling you, it was it was like five seconds. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That happened to our friend Mickey Belding, which yeah. oddly enough, we're going through Halloween shit and I get go downstairs and I get the Halloween bucket out. I come across the individual speech shirts that we made. Mm-hmm. It's a medium. I'm like, nope, that's not fitting. And it was uh, from 2006. Mm-hmm. And it had all the, in, like, we basically put inside jokes of the day on the thing. And one, that same thing happened similarly to Mickey Belding. And uh, he was a year younger than I was, but he did radio broadcast. And I think he came like one second over. Like it wasn't much, but it was one of those things where he did really well. And uh, so he automatically got a four, Mm. which is dequalified. Uh, So we're like, hey, Mickey, how's that going for you? You know, (laughs) like son of a bitch. But uh, bummer. Yeah. So that kind of brought me back a little bit. But yeah, individual speech. I did that. Uh, I did. uh poetry but i don't know i was not good at individual speech you yeah. think i would be but now it, it's like uh i did uh uh what what did i do i didn't join speech until junior year like i don't know my brother always did it maybe sophomore mm-hmm. i think it was sophomore year that's right and my brother always did it and I, I didn't really come out of my shell till sophomore year and he moved out mm-hmm. so yeah i did all the uh one act plays and did really well with that and then they're like oh why don't why don't you do like individual i'm like I don't know how it's a whole nother ball game, you know, and then I'm like, fucking fine. We'll see what the hell happens. You know, I don't, I don't think I had the confidence. I did like, well, I think I had, I do better with bigger crowds. Yeah. People. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I would have. And my, and my lack of confidence would then just dial up. And I didn't even, I don't remember knowing that anxiety was even a word or yeah, back in the day or what these feelings are. Exactly. And I, I know that that's what it was, but I didn't, I, I didn't know how to explain it. I didn't know that anybody would even understand what I was saying. And then lo and behold, 10 years later, you know, my brother going through very similar stuff with 
what they then started to call ADHD as opposed to ADD, you mm-hmm. know, then all of a sudden there's medication you can take to focus on like, school. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I didn't have any of that yeah. shit. I had nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, I learned that, I mean, I did well in like speech classes. Nice. So I had automatically an audience of 20 and I felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. But when it got down to individual speech, when you go to, depending on what you have, you're in a classroom with fluorescent lights and maybe six people mm-hmm. depending on the timing depending on how popular you might be because we tried to like follow each person into their own to kind of give them some support and everything like that so i'm just kind of like i didn't do well for individual speech and one of the night it happened like one of those what is it we had a variety show that same night and i had a one a- one man act mm-hmm. so i started act two and who was the man for I'm kidding. What? I know it was you. I'm <laughs> yeah. just fucking with you. It's all me. So I'm like, okay. Um, so when all the uh, uh, I was in some bits, you know, I I really uh, changed over to being on stage like my senior year because mm-hmm. I always used to be involved with doing sound in the sound booth, and I'm like, you know what? Let's change it up. Let's do something new. And so I wound up training some other people. I'm like, hey, you do this, and I'll go. Okay, good. There, there you go. And uh, it worked out fine, but. Uh, the fun part was I I did a, a thing called, uh, what was it? So we kind of did, each year we'd offset. So mm-hmm. we'd do a musical one year, and then we'd do a variety show, and then we'd do a musical and variety show. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. So it landed on a variety show. And I started uh, the second act as Joe the Stagehand. Mm-hmm. I was the only act that was one person. Because every other person that kind of, you know, sometimes we would shut the curtains and they would be like a small act mm-hmm. in front of the curtains. And then that would set up the scene for the next thing. And I uh, I started act two as Joe the stagehand. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the audience and I juggled, told some jokes. And I was like, that was the same day as individual speech. Individual speech happened. And I only had like three or four people and I was stuttering and I was tripping. I'm just like, oh, no, this is going well. And then I got like a two or it's like a you did fine, but you could have done better kind of one. I'm like, okay. And then that night, you know, I think it was just in my head that like, all right. I juggled, I did one of these tricks where I juggled in front of everyone and then I let the ball fall and I hit it like a hacky sack. Yeah. Back up and then I went back into juggling mode. It's on cam I have it on DVD. I'll have to show nice. you. Yeah, some sixteen head of like of hair, just an all mop toppy, mm-hmm. you know. And uh and I did well. I did really well. And uh some people were saying, like, that was the best act of the night. Like you did really well for one person. Everyone else did like a ventriloquism thing, you know, or or whatever it was. Lame. But uh I felt like I did pretty well that night of just like fuck it all right screw speech right now i wish that i would have had more confidence to do things like improv i remember seeing some of the people in high school i later on did improv in college i don't know why it took me a second to figure (laughs) out that word but I, i i was part of an improv and theater group in college which was interesting i guess that's a whole other thing i'll get into that later but uh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> maybe yeah. my brain won't bring me back to it. But I just remember seeing some of the people doing improv or whatever it is that they called that yeah. for for uh, speech competitions. And I remember being fairly jealous that I didn't have the confidence to do that. There's that. And my brother was in it for four years for improv mm-hmm. and I never was. But it was just kind of like, oh, what games are you playing? OK, and how do you and. 
you know what? You're still, I don't know how many people you had in your improv. Like, I guess. In you, college? Yeah, college is different because, like, you can write pre-done stuff and have, you know. But uh, for high school improv, it, it was just, you're thrown into a group that mm-hmm. was made by your coach. Right. So you had to, like, find the right personalities that blend together. And then at some kind, sometimes there were five people in an improv group. Mm-hmm. And that never worked. Because right. there's two people that are like trying to, eh, uh, uh, nope, okay, well, they don't really have any lines or say anything, you know, and and uh, the magic number was three, mm-hmm. you know, and my brother and a couple of his tight friends were there and uh, in a group, and they were like, oh my god, like everyone loved them. It mm-hmm. was so much fun to watch. I remember just being very envious slash jealous that the other people could do that. And I remember watching and I, I think I was it was anxiety. That's that's exactly yeah. what it was. You got to let it loose. I don't know how well I do. That'd it was be fun to try. It was always anxiety <laughs> you know? for me that stopped me from from doing stuff. But I I just thought that I was different from other people and that nobody else was experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And that held me back from a lot of stuff that I wish I would have done. Then I got a little bit more confidence in college but I think it's because initially I didn't know any of those motherfuckers. Yeah. And you're like, you know what I mean? What's the, yeah. Yeah. And there was the instructor at Kirkwood in Iowa City. His name was Pat Keys, Patrick Keys. Pat Keys. Yeah. That's how he said it. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and I got involved in his troop, but he was also, so he was a teacher at Kirkwood. But then he went back to school to be a student at the University of Iowa. So this is kind of an interesting story that we will get into after the break. <laughs> See how I did that? Yeah. It's so smooth. Good timing. Good God. And we're back. Back at it. Uh, welcome to Mr. Movie Phone. Welcome Improv. to movie phone. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me what you want to see? <laughs> <laughs> that is probably one of the funniest parts. You from have the- <laughs> chosen brown-eyed girl. <laughs> uh, Seinfeld, everybody. Yeah. Seinfeld. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. You got time. Uh, yes. So my instructor at Kirkwood was a student at the University of Iowa, and he asked me to be in a one act thing and i wish i could remember the name i bet i could reach out to him he's he's on facebook uh, i wish i could remember the name of the the show but i ended up being in it with two other dudes and one of the dudes actually went on to be in movies really in yeah who's this guy and so i I'd, I'd have to look up his name i apologize actually alexa what is the lead actor in I Love You, Beth Cooper? Oh, Paul Rust. Yeah, he hmm, went to uh, I'm not sure. Lamar's. Oh. Uh, he lived in Lamar's, and he actually knew my roommate. You're my new Alexa. Yeah, it's Paul Rust. <laughs> yeah. That's him. Yeah, so you worked with well, you? I was in a show with him. With, yeah, oh, nice. And then later on, I found out that he was going to be in a movie. Somebody had told me about it, and... Sure, and it had been a minute since I had seen him, 
But sure enough, it was the same it. motherfucker well, yeah, that, that I was in a show with. Yeah, when and I then love you. didn't he yeah. end up doing something in Inglorious Bastards? Very small. Yeah, and then he was in Love on Netflix. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, that was good. I mean, only two seasons, but worth it. Yeah, but yeah. he was a nice guy, and yeah. I mean, we only got together a few times, and then we all did our our stuff separately. And I dude had me do the instructor, not Paul, had me do one other show for him i don't know he liked me but it wasn't i don't think it was a weird like i think he just liked the way i did shit whatever mm-hmm. i was i was more comfortable in college mm-hmm. i suppose but then he had me do another show with him that was me and this other girl and i don't remember taking it too seriously but she did not know her shit and our and our instructor who then became kind of our friend and then asked us to do these things he was being graded on this performance and she said line. She called line so many fucking times ah, in, the worst. This, in this live thing that he's getting graded on. And I knew all of my <laughs> shit, but it felt like to me, it felt like every other one she was calling line mm-hmm. and it was hella awkward sitting on a couch with her. Like, <laughs> it was painful. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> now the one that I did with Paul Rust he, if that is his real name, because I don't remember, I don't remember, but he, I think he was not wearing any clothes, but he was wearing an American flag as clothes. Makes sense. I have no idea. It's one of those short-term memory things. Mm-hmm. I just learned my lines and I did what I was supposed to do. And then that was it. Done. And then, I mean, any of the fucking shows that we've done here in town for community theater. Yeah. Like, I can remember songs because of what they are. But lines from a show, yeah. I can't. It's it, it's there for when I need it. <laughs> and then, and then <sighs> as soon as I'm done, I check out and it's gone. As a member of the press, I'm exempt from your quarantine, uh-huh. Lieutenant. Daryl Grady, the Boston Globe. Anyway. Well played. Yeah, there we go. that's my first line ever. And ever? And then in Judge Story. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like theater. it. I don't know where that story was going. Oh. Whoop. Yes, my improv group. It was yeah. really cool because after the fact, Pat Keys would call me and just Pat would call me and see if I was just available or in the area for whatever troop that he was working with i don't even know if they call it troop group yeah. that he was working with at the time yeah. and I, I remember one time in particular we were driving back from st louis we were doing something with uh, becky's family and this is prior to us being married i think even and he just gave me a call and said hey i didn't know if you were around we would if you happen to be available you would be an ace in the hole for this live show we've got set up and I remember being very flattered that he would think of me like, like uh, that. It was really cool. You were on retainer pretty much. Yeah. Like, if, if if he happens to listen to this, he's he's a great dude. And uh, it was always a pleasure doing that stuff. Pat so. Keys. There was, a, there was a guy in our group. His name was Brian, I believe. And I checked in on him later. He was a, he was like a hardwired Chris Farley mixed with good god i don't know like a like a dan Aykroyd, and he and he was just very he was so he was so out there he was so crazy and i remember for the majority of the time that i knew him 
he had blue hair, like blue and black hair. And I remember going to a bar with everybody and he brought in one of those fake cigarettes that had weed in it. And we're like passing it under the table. And I think that was the first time I ever had anything. And then like Pat showed up and sat at the booth with us. And it was like a big secret. And it was me, him, and this girl named Jamie. And uh, I don't know. I, I just remember having nothing but good times with him. And yeah. we, we would reenact certain skits like the get off the shed thing oh, yeah, with yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah, so mix in Will Ferrell in that mm-hmm. in that thing too. The way that he would go from talking normal to just shouting, and he, he and he was perfect for that. Jesus, yeah. So so like those 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 three dudes. That was basically like what he was. And I checked in on uh, Pat at some point and and brought him up, and he ended up telling me that he was in Chicago doing theater and he had overdosed on heroin. Hmm. And I was like, what? Okay. (laughs) It was just so weird. I'm going to take a step back from you. It was like, yeah, that'd be fun to do that, like in a different level, you know. But at the same time, I just wasn't surprised. Yeah. Because that seemed like he could very easily go that route. But what a bummer, you know. "Mm, Nope. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway, that'd be fun to try. Maybe do in our friend group. Maybe I don't know. Improv? Just yeah. I mean, I've never done it. I mean, it'd be kind of fun just to try out a couple games. You yeah. Know? But it's like I almost. I think I almost got put into one my senior year. But mm-hmm. it's just like, mm, do the personalities match up? Can we flow? You know what a practice is going to be like. Like choppy. Like, you know, it's right. like you got to really. I don't know. Like you get thrown into. Uh, I don't know. You just get thrown into it and you kind of got to trust the other guy to kind of just, all right, work with what you're listening yeah. to and just keep it going. It was, it was an interesting experience doing a live show like that in like a community college setting. And then we found some random fucking building that, that Pat had found and just set up chairs in there and made like a weird fake, Stage. stage. I've got other stories yeah. that I could tell you off the microphone <laughs> yeah. that are pretty funny, but it, it was the first time I had ever done anything like that. That it wasn't a pre-set up thing. That there's other people that are kind of obligated to be there. You know, you're actually getting people in there that want to come out to see this thing, and they would buy a ticket and all of that. I remember I would always get kind of picked for the Phil Hartman type parts yeah where it's kind of you know, announcey t- voice yeah talk show host kind of something like that a little more straight yeah. guy and just set up and then- i was moderately straight in yeah. college mm-hmm. i mean you gotta experiment <laughs> man come on come on everybody does it. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind my painted nails it was part of my i did one hand well, last yeah. night for the thing at uh, halloween at, halloween at the bar so yeah. i i did a mashup of a, Mugatu. A, yeah, so. it was like a half. It was p- part Mugatu, part not, and then Thanks, I, I hate it. and then I'm right, <laughs> right, <laughs> my shirt, and then I'm right-handed, so I could do my left hand uh, with the nails, and I'm like, well, that's good because I'm not left-handed, and I knew I was gonna fuck up the like, other hand. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. so that yeah. explains that. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's rad. That's cool. What we else? Went, what? What? We went trick or treating last night, sort of. Yeah, that's well, true. Nicely done. Oh, and then you broke our microphone. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Come right out of my paycheck. That I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> someday. Someday. Yeah. Keep on subscribing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we did a trunk or treat. 
it's fun. Your uh, your daughter's a uh, aspiring Minecraft YouTube star. Yeah, you know. And then my nephew, who's almost six, like keeps asking every day, "When's she gonna do another one? When's she gonna do?" And then I'm like, you know, I I. I know her, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you, you might see her tonight. I don't know. I'll ask. No guarantees. I'll, I'll see, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, we're going to be past your house in like two seconds. And I'm like, Simon, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> Why? He was like confused. I'm like, hold on. I see the, like the big van coming around. I'm just, you're like, hi, Simon. It's like, well, that was her. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Waved out by a celebrity. Yeah. So that's cool. That's kind of fun. That's and very then, cool. Uh, yeah, we did the trunk or treat. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, my little nephew went as a creeper from uh, Minecraft. It was very believable. Yeah. I was intimidated. Just kind of went down there. Now, I reprised Banana Joe and it didn't. Didn't think I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Someone told me to do it. I'm like, all right. You're like, all right, I'm going to push over. Yep. I'll do it. You know what? Facebook memories. Yes. I've had that costume since 2013. Wow. It's been seven years. And I'm like, all right. Now, you did point out there was some stains <laughs> yes, on the costume. From Drunk Banana. <laughs> I feel like, I understand it's polyester, but I feel like you could probably wash it. Yeah, I'm kind of scared. Unless it's a pride point. Uh, well, <laughs> you want the you stains. know it shows. Pretty soon, it's gonna look like a bruised <laughs> banana. I've lived a lot. I've lived a lot. <laughs> oh man! God, that's a fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'll just bust it out next year. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna do a thing, but I don't have the the iPad on Son me. Son of I, a bitch! I, no. I wanted to. I want to start a new segment, segment. that's like headlines and mm-hmm. i want us on sunday to talk about some news stuff and we we kind of uh, touched on sean connery and that is a very yeah very recent well, how political do we want to get what's know. that how political do we want to get i don't know let's get as political as we are comfortable with and we'll try to not <sighs> bore the shit out of people well i saw the bus situation that was fucked right Biden harris now i haven't really seen anything about that afterward it explained to everybody what happened just in case they're under a rock biden harris bus showed up in texas and then there was a whole parade of trump supporters that were slowing it down and running into uh staff cars that were following it right and uh uh then they had to cancel uh like an event and kind of go to the next spot there's a lot of talk about texas possibly going blue hasn't gone blue since carter in mm-hmm. the 70s but who knows i don't know what year was that uh i want to know because what if it was like a something like 72 hasn't been blue since 1972 i'm coining that they was watching meet the press and like all the political shows this morning and they said georgia hasn't turned blue since the carter era when oh wow they for carter uh so i'm like Asking my parent, like, how? Well, you know, one Carter's from Georgia, so he's got, you know, some roots there. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. And then I'm just like, well, what about Texas? Like, they always say, like, Texas hasn't turned blue since this year or since Carter, and it's just been red ever since. And now that seems to be the goal to, like, let's flip Texas. Like, oh my gosh. How are we feeling about Donald Trump right now? Uh, not great, but like, if there's a chance where we don't see him as much, then yay. Mm-hmm. We'll what see you, it Tuesday. What do you think is going to happen if he doesn't make it? Um, He's going to tweet. He's going to do the same things of like, this isn't, it's you know, it's rigged and it's, 
it's the same shit we've been hearing, yeah. you know. And then he's gonna throw shade at Biden for fill in the blank reasons, and and I think that'll cause. I think it'll cause more bullshit coming our way, um, in in ways of like, oh, well, this, you know, they're gonna throw even more conspiracy theories and more, because right now it's all about Hunter Biden's laptop, even though that was debunked. Isn't I, they're gonna throw it's more? It's the shit. exact same thing that happened. In the last election. Yeah. Hillary's emails. Yeah. Just bringing it up X amount of time before the actual Mm -hmm. election and possibly fucking everything up. You know, hopefully that's not the case this time. And it it will be in favor of the Democratic nominee. According to this is my opinion. I don't know if I speak for Joe. I know he's got a lot of (laughs) Trump apparel that he rocks during the week. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know man i'm i'm hearing a lot of things people saying that they're looking forward to tuesday to be done so that way they're not going to be posting political stuff anymore but i don't know that it's going to stop no then i can picture if if trump if Trump wins somehow, uh, then I feel like postings will kind of slow down. But if he loses, I think postings and like bull crap and like, you know what I'm saying? It's like articles that you can't verify that are true are going to come out. People are just going to be reacting to, Oh, what about this? Oh, this, Oh, this is rigged. You know, uh, I feel like progressive Democrat people, they tend to take more of a high road, you know, yeah. Uh, but I can see a shit storm of, of people being like, you know, this is rigged and this is all your, you know, pointing fingers. But uh, I also think what crossed my mind was like, maybe something happens that we're all going to wish that it was Monday mm-hmm. night. You know, uh, I don't know whether it's going to be a week. It could be. It's, def- I, it's definitely going to be election week, no matter what. You know, as far as the counting and getting more. Finding out more numbers every day, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but I watched uh, MSNBC this morning and then flipped over to NBC to meet the press. And they had kind of separate stuff. I don't know. It's bizarre. But meet the press kind of seemed like they're more in the middle. And Mm -hmm. they said, like, well, honestly, if Biden can secure Florida, we could hear early results and just say he's got it. You know, yeah. uh, there's like key states, like three or four states. Right. That they're like, if those go to Biden or Trump, then we got a night, you know, of just like, that's it. That's who we're projecting. And mm-hmm. uh, that's your, you know, so it's kind of, I've heard two things of like, you can still win it or Biden. And then I heard another one that kind of offset it. It was like, nah, Biden's doing good. Mm-hmm. Just you got to go out there and vote. And like, okay. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just going to be. Uh, We're going to get some good news out of it, you know, but I don't know, man. Buckle up, everybody, because it's going to be an interesting week for sure. Mm -hmm. I hope everybody (laughs) makes it out alive. (laughs) I don't know. I you can't not watch. Everybody wants to know what the hell's going on. And I don't know what's going to happen to all of the conservatives if it goes the other way Mm -hmm. for them. And how they're going to handle it. 
I feel like a lot of the the GOP they're supporting Trump just because he has the Republican name. Yeah. So I feel that maybe if he does get out of there, that things can kind of balance out a little bit yeah. for them, and they don't have to be all about the the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And I, I, about, I, yeah, I guess be I about the issues. And, you know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I'm so over it. I'm sitting there. I'm over all of it. Hanging out with my dad, and then I'm just like watching the TV, and I'm like, you know, I hope we don't double down on racism. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff too. But it's just like having a second term is doubling down. Yeah, if it goes his way, you know, it's like, uh, how can his entire base still be on board with him? I just, I don't see how it's possible. I feel like there had to have been so many people that just wanted to try something different. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, he's not like the rest of them. Let's give it a shot. Let's see how it goes. And we've even heard in interviews and in and in polls and all of that, that that's what a lot of people did. And they're fed up with yeah. his shit. So logic dictates that those people would then go a different direction. Sure. It's just a matter of if How they're, much? and I don't mean this to sound the way that it's going to sound, but I stand by it, if they are smart enough to not vote third party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, libertarian. Because, well, the way that this system is set up, everybody should know that if you vote third party without the the amount of support that you actually need for that other person, it's not going to make a fucking difference and you're throwing away a vote against Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you are voting against him, but you're not helping get rid of him. Right. Yep. And it's fucked. Yeah. It is so weird. I There was a conversation in front of me last night at the karaoke booth. Two people that I know fairly well over the last couple years of working at the bar one of them was talking to the other person about their choice to vote third party. And she was basically just calling him out in front of, in front of me and in front of him and anybody else that happened to be listening. But the music was very loud. So I think it was a limited area of insult Hmm. and she wasn't trying to be mean, but she was just letting him know, I respect your decision to do that, but also what the fuck don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. I hope that that's not the case. And I hope that even the people that are big Kanye fans didn't be like, well, he's better. So Mm -hmm. let's just throw it that way. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure (laughs) I, I, I guess I could be wrong. But most of those people that would be voting for Kanye probably would go Democrat over Republican. I can't imagine a lot of Republicans that are also, let's say, racist, would be voting for Kanye, mm-hmm. right? Could be. Yeah, it's just frustrating, but it's also, I know that there's a population of people out there now that they voted, you know, there's ads out there. I know people personally that have been Republican, usually, and mm-hmm. now they're like, mm, I'm going to 
This election, I'm going the other way just to kind of get things back in order. And you and, keep you keep hearing stuff about that, and you hear it enough that you've got to believe that it's going to go Democrat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But know, then again, like we got so fucking duped last yeah, time. Well, that shows that we're hopefully learning. Right. That you can't just, uh, you know, Hillary was divisive. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it was also people, people assume she had it in the bag. And some people who don't really care about voting, mm-hmm. you know, you got to energize that base. But uh, that those enough people were like, meh, she's, she's going to win it. No big deal. Didn't go out and vote. Right. You know, and among other things, too, you know, but uh, that was a big part of it. And now there's a big surge of like, make sure your vote counts. You can't get anyone out of office unless Mm -hmm. you vote. And, you know, it's just kind of I think we've turned. I hope it goes one way, you know, Mm -hmm. but we won't know. We won't know. I would hope because I'm hearing a lot of stories in the last four years of people going, I thought he was the choice, but mm, not so much. And of course, he has his base that will follow him no matter what. Yeah. But I would be, you know, the idea of Trump seems interesting, you know. But if he wasn't so elaborate on that, like what do it, you mean? Well, like if he wasn't such an asshole, racist piece of shit, mm-hmm. you know, then it's. Uh, I don't know if you watched the debate. He is the least oh, racist yeah. person yeah. in the room. I'm just saying, like. A businessman that's not a politician, I'm like, sure, consider it. But with all the baggage that he has, that's just like, nope, you know, like Elon Musk or like someone Richard, if they ran, like yeah. something to consider. Someone that's not like, okay, I understand. you know, but it's just like, if he just wasn't such a piece of shit, you know, it, shouldn't that be the basis for just things in general? Like if you're voting for, uh, a CEO or if you're voting for a president or if you're no. voting for like anything, if you're, if you're voting for a cub scout leader, if it's between a person that is a known pile of shit and somebody that's a decent person, which one do you go with? And I don't know. I don't know about all of the, the accusations against Joe Biden. Like, I know of them. I know of things. But I don't know how much of it has been substantiated. I know that there's clearly videos out there of him getting close to people. Yeah. And, and like, you know, the ones where you see there's the per- the the person here, the girl here or whatever, and he's just like leaning in close. Okay. And it could be whispering or smelling. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's happening in That's those funny. photos. But... Trump, prior to the last election, talked about grabbing vaginas. And he keeps hanging himself and nothing happens. That's the thing. Like, how is that? And yes, it sucks that those are our two options. It sucks that we didn't end up with a Buttigieg or Yang. I would have loved to see where they could go or Tulsi. I just don't think that for one reason or another, the majority of people were ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we're in old white dude mode. Yeah. That's the way that it is. Back to it. And I'm not saying that I'm a fan of it. 
but that's clearly where we're at. We have to work. What, and yeah. hopefully we will grow out of that. I mean, we did it once. Let's see if we can do it again. Yeah. And if something does end up happening to Biden and Kamala does a great job. Awesome. Great. Then this is how it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get more more women in here and more people of color and all of that. Yeah. Fucking do it. It's great. Stupid. Yep. I, I don't I'm getting upset. I don't even know what I was saying. What was I saying? We're just venting, but Tuesday it's coming, and yeah, ah, uh, man, this week is gonna be something else because tomorrow I got surgery. Tuesday, that's right. You're gonna be yeah. peeing blood, bro. Yeah, I don't know how much though. Hopefully, we'll not see. a lot. Tuesday's the election. Wednesday is my next treatment. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my god. So mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of mood I'll be in on Wednesday, depending on how everything unfolds. Well, we're gonna be here, and we're gonna talk about like, it. Like, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys will hear it on a Thursday. Yeah, probably. That's the way it's going to be. That's how we shoot, yo. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is how we shoot, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's just I'm excited to see what history has. It was... Uh, history has its it eyes on you. sucked on... Well, you know, I remember... I mean, you, you've you told stories, but like, uh, you know, four years ago, we were voting for Trump Hillary. You right. Know, we were... Uh, we had people who were like, oh, she's ahead. It's fine. No biggie. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like all the pundits were flipping couch cushions looking for fucking votes mm-hmm. for Hillary. You're like, oh, I think it's under. Nope, no, no, no. Uh. Not there. Uh, it's just like every. There was no. I guess other than Fox, I guess mo- I flipped through like CBS and, mm-hmm. and SNBC and every single person was like trying to find a way for it to work for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Like there was no matter of fact of like, well, this is the next president, you know, and th- there was no conversation like that where it was just matter of fact, mm-hmm. every single person, uh, if Hillary wants to win. She needs to have an outpouring of votes in in this country and in, in this, I don't know, in this, uh, County over here. And right. like everyone had that, like that was the conversation. Yep. That was so weird. But then very, you kind of, you don't know who you can talk to the next. I was in a different job four years ago though. You don't really know who you can talk to in my case because I'm like, great. I was doing real estate. That was a weird feeling. Yeah. Right? Well, I was doing real estate photography. I mean, you could definitely see what people were depressed. Yeah. Out and about. It was tough. I mean, like. (laughs) It was. If I had the job I have now, like, I get it. Most people, most people in my, uh, in my company, most people sway left, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, here's another thing. I believe that we were of the proper age where it could actually affect us yeah, and affect like, our mood. It could affect, it, it was personal. Yeah. And I, I think because of our, our ages that maybe played a bigger part. What I am curious to know is if let's say like your parents, if you were to ask them of a past election where they felt, something so heavy reagan like that that you dad said reagan yeah i know that but yeah for me i mean like i couldn't i feel like i couldn't go to anyone and where was he on that just in a nutshell he just didn't like reagan you know and then it was the same there are some parallels reagan and 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 trump the actor like well yeah right but it's (laughs) a tv star trickle down economics and like it was just kind of like come on what are you doing come on Mm -hmm. you know same kind of thing We're, we're just like what the fuck did you say again? You know, uh, yeah. but you know, 
four years ago, I didn't have a coworker that I knew that I'm like, dude, I know, I know, I know, you know, you couldn't really, cause I was in my own car and I was going to strangers houses mm-hmm. all day, every day. And thank God it worked out that most of the houses were vacant and I could just go in and do my work and leave when I'm done. Right. That I didn't really have to, oh, I'm meeting the homeowner. I better just act like nothing happened because I don't know what side they're on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm meeting the realtor. Like, oh, well, now I'm in the middle. So I got to really be mindful of, oh, just I'm not saying anything. Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of a weird, the first uh, appointment of the day I had was with someone who was Asian and then the realtor showed up. So I met with this homeowner and didn't acknowledge anything. Like, great, cool. Let's move some stuff and do that. And then like maybe a half hour later, it was the uh it was the realtor, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't know the realtor, but uh they decided to bring it up. What the hell happened last night? You know, I was just like, Yeah, I I, I know, yeah. I just like mm-hmm. I couldn't really you're, talk much. Like, what are you, where are you going with this? Like, because what? I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if we're on yeah. the same page. I should have just been like, who won the football game? What? Yeah. yeah no. I love sports. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So that was the gist of it. And then going back home and watching the news again. And they're like, what the fuck? I know. So I think the worst part is like living through it for election night uh-huh. and then getting out of your mood. And then January 20th comes up and then you're just like, I can't fucking believe this. Yeah. You know, you just see the change of power and you're just like, how the fuck is this happening? And there goes Obama in like a helicopter, and you're like, no. Come back. Uh, it's noon. It's noon already. God. Yeah. I don't know, dude. He. I hope he does not do a library, a presidential library. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be stupid-ass quotes that are like, grab him by the pussy. Like, okay, kids. <laughs> you know, like... Kafifi. It's like fucking A. I'm hearing things. Yeah. <laughs> People are talking. Sad. This is the greatest library. <laughs> Sad. And Donald most, Trump. I don't know where, you know, some some uh oh, God. Pre- some presidents are buried at their library, so I don't mm. know what his plans are. Name one. Because I don't know. One that's what are you talking about? One that's buried at their library. Um, Reagan and Nancy. Really? Yeah, they are. I didn't know that. I think there's one. There's a president from Iowa that, ah, fuck, what's his name? I don't know. It's like South Iowa. Like, it's pretty fucking. Okay. Where is it? Yeah, it's, there's somewhere. It's a ways from here. And then there's. Was he a shitty president? I don't know. Yeah. Google it. Uh, uh, Alexa, what president was from Iowa? She's got to come in handy. There has been one president from Iowa. Herbert Hoover was born in West Branch. That's right. Iowa and was the 31st president. So there's a library there. Thank Alexa. God Thank you, it. Alexa. But I don't know where he's buried. <laughs> hey, Alexa, where's Herbert? Did I have to say, hey, Alexa? No, you just say, just yeah. Alexa. Alexa, just- what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, start over, start over. Alexa, where is Herbert Hoover's grave? Herbert Hoover is buried at the Herbert Hoover Presidential Library wow. Museum in West Branch, See? Iowa. So that's two. She's actually coming in handy. Yeah. This is... <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. That's Dude, why it's round. That's wow. why it's round. Uh, wow. You know, but that jo- was a visual for jo- anybody. Yeah. John F. Kennedy is buried at Arlington, so that's not... Pre- you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know a lot of... You know, I've thought to myself about learning new things and when it comes to learning about American presidents, like I I thought about it. 
I just don't know if I care. That's true. Like, yeah. I care about the future, but I don't know if I care about the history sure. of that. If I'm going to learn something, I'd rather learn, like, fucking French. I think part of it was I was at that age where when History Channel came out in, like, early 2000s or whatever, yeah, that was it. Like, there was marathons of presidential history. Fair. This is how the president lives. This is what kind of travel they do. And they go into, like, the limo and mm-hmm. Air Force One. And you just sit there and, like, suck it up. And you're like, what the fuck? You know? And mm-hmm. they just have, I don't know. I think I grew up with that in high school. Or it's just, like, whatever's on, you're watching. That's true. You know? And yeah. then it's like, great, let's change it over to the Dirty Jobs on Discovery Channel. It's like, <laughs> I miss that show. But, yeah. Dirty I think, Jobs. I think that's kind of why I know rando facts. Of like, mm, yeah, okay. I don't know a lot. Yeah. I know that Taft was fat. That's what <laughs> that Wasn't he the one that had to get pride out of the bathroom? <laughs> or the bathtub? One of the presidents got stuck in the bathtub. It, that would that would have been Taft. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. He was I, a I large, large that. man. God. <laughs> and then uh, Warren G. Harding, who I happen to share a last name with. Uh-huh. I don't believe that there's any relation, there but I be. haven't looked into it. Was mm-hmm. one of the worst presidents ever. That's what that's what I heard. I wonder what the people details are talking. Are. I I haven't. I don't know. This I'll have to look from that up. Research. I just heard that he was a shit president, hmm. and I'm grateful that he shares my name. Ah, nice. And mm-hmm. I think part of it was my eighth grade. And, and then we also have Tanya Harding. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. Ah. So we're a bunch of we're a bunch of winners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think my eighth grade uh, history teacher was really into like presidents. And okay. Stuff, and she was like conservative but she never said it but it was obvious because hmm. she's like i love the flag and i'm like yeah i bet you do okay so mm-hmm. she like had like the flag but like it was just like mm, too I, much i get it yeah so do you love the flag joe i don't love it it's like it's boring right who cares we can make it way better i don't care about the flag it's fabric and here's the thing it's i live fabric. in america so i don't have to care about the flag it's dyed fabric it really is that's all it is that but you, don't let it touch the ground oh who cares? I know. I've never owned a flag. <laughs> See, neither do I. I don't know. I don't have a flag in my house. Yeah. I grew up with one. Like, we only put it out for, like, special occasions. If they made a Back to the Future flag, I would buy it. That'd be cool. An American flag, I don't need it. I, I, I appreciate America. I love America because of everything that I, just I can don't do need here, a, a that prop we can do here. To go like, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't need represent. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. I'm already in it. Yeah, like I'm here. Yeah. We're good. What do you need? Like, thanks. Like, Olympics, that's a different story. Thanks for getting pregnant, Mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm here now. Thanks. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you for your location yeah. when all of this happened. We're there. We're there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hold on here. So, oh, Alexa, when was Jimmy Carter elected? Jimmy Carter was elected as the 39th president of the United States on November 2nd, 1976. Mm. 76, okay. Okay. So, so it was in 72. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so 76. Mom graduated in 77. Okay. So I think, what, 17 and a half? You, had to, you can vote at 17 and a half? Yeah. So she said, that was my first, she told me this recently. She's like, that was my first election. That's mm. the first official that I could actually vote for. And I voted third party. <laughs> what the fuck, mom? And she's like, I just know I didn't like Carter and I didn't like who he was running against. And I'm like, 
All right. (laughs) (laughs) What is the point, mom? It was just funny that that was the first. Here's your first. Here's the ink. Here's the paper. Yep. It's your first. And throw it away. Boop. I don't know. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) third party. Don't you have you? uh, She's learned. But still, (laughs) it's just. That's great. Like, okay. It's like, here's. Yeah, but your mom's sweet. So we'll give it to her. That's fine. So here's the bowling ball. It's your first time going. Mm-hmm. Gutter. It's like, yeah, okay. All right. No, no, no. Other lane. Other, no. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. No. It didn't. There was no score. No. Other lane. <laughs> wow. So I thought that was funny. I'm like, okay. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's in in for Tuesday, but. Uh, Whatever it's going to we'll be. We'll see. It'll be history. Buckle up, buttercup. Uh, yeah. Fuckle the buck up. Fuckle the buck up. That's right. I like it. I don't know, man, but I don't know. There's some cool history for hit presidents, and it's just kind of neat. I feel like I'm spreading my legs too much. Yeah. It's like a weird... Man spreading. Well, there's like a camera on me, ah. so I don't want to do that. No, no, no. no. It's too much. I, I feel like I was doing that. Uh, are you on like the... I didn't mean to. I was just trying to sit up, so now this, I'm back to this. You on the subway? Don't worry about it. And you're like, I'm I've sorry I've never done that. Sorry I've, if you're old and pregnant. Like. I've never, <laughs> I that's not a thing that I do, and I've never understood. And really, I feel like I cross my legs, yeah, mo- like this. I take up like what exactly what I'm doing right now, more so than a lot of men. And I don't know if it's like I, <laughs> I, I feel like I have an average size penis. So see, see? <laughs> like, I feel like is mine just more out front. I, I don't guess, have I don't, I don't have much of a complaint. <laughs> well, I notice tall people do that more. Yeah, just they take up just more space. I'm not like know. some of our friends, mainly one in particular, yeah. that says that their Nine testicles end up in the toilet water. I don't oh. have that problem. <laughs> I don't have that problem, so I I can cross my legs and it's not an issue. And I, that's probably the widest my legs have ever been. And I just realized that there was a camera on me. So uh. apologies. <laughs> Maybe I'll zoom in mm. hey, there you go there you go <laughs> not on that part no. on the on the upper i'll do the scream yes. thing i'll oh, do yeah. the in, nope. in scream yeah it'll it'll be like ab- above the guts like, oh you're cutting me so bad see how we see how we brought it right above back above the guts that's right that's our title. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't. No. Well, I, I was gonna do uh, fuckle the buck up. Fuckle the buck up. Mm, right. Maybe we need we need better titles. Yeah. We need to work. On this. Put the put some titles <laughs> down below, and we'll maybe use them in the yeah. comments. I think we're I think we're done. I think we're there. Does that sound good? Welcome to Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Life uh, finds a way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking in on us. We're still here, and we love you very much. And if you have a second, uh, leave a leave a review on yeah. the iTunes and yeah. leave a review. Can you do it on Spotify? I think you can. Maybe. I think you can do a thing. Try it. Let let, let people know about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to uh, keep entertaining you for the ages. Yeah. Leave a and comment. If, say and hi. If people know that we're worthy of listening to that's uh awesome that's also we um we're whores and mm. we need <laughs> we need the attention we need your likes yeah <laughs> that's the way it is so do a like do a subscribe and tell a friend tell him tell him about joe yeah and how he won't stop spreading his legs nope no <laughs> <laughs> so we will talk to you soon have a wonderful day thank you very much bye